Hello and welcome back for episode 42 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on the Path. We're going to uh, recap our um, look at Judges chapter 2 and 3 from yesterday. Uh, And then we have a very special uh, interview for you today uh, that we want to share with you. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, Derek... Tell us for just a second, or talk to us for just a second, about what it, what is a handle to hold on to from Judges chapter 2 and 3. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what we see in Judges 2, um, and then in chapter 3 we kind of see it fleshed out initially, mm-hmm. is kind of this pattern that the narrator is, is, you know, he has the benefit of looking at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, what kind of went on. But he, he sees the pattern and the behavior of the Israelites— God's response, and then their continual behavior, and then their cry out to God, and then God's response, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so we see this cyclical thing, and as you go through it, you see that it just keeps spiraling downward. We yeah. We'll see that as we go. Um, the, the people of Israel just got further and further away from God. But, right. but what we can see in this, again, because you know, the Bible is not a club to be brandished mm-hmm. as much as it is to be a mirror to look into our own for 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 us to gaze into our own soul and yeah. see how we need to change and so if if you're honest with yourself you can look at this and their disobedience uh, God's response their call out to God and God's call of you know response of grace is very true of our lives. Mm-hmm. So we showed the video of the lamb yeah. that yeah. was rescued. And I love that it just like jumps right back in, dives right back into the tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we can identify with that because we know, you know, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the one I love. Yeah. You know, and it's so easy for us to get lost into the things that the world is squishing us into, like we talked about mm-hmm. um, two weeks ago. So, or last week, the first week. So with all that is that what do we take from that for our own selves? It's really easy just to look at the history of it and say, oh, well, that's very interesting, mm-hmm. and walk away not, in, not having been affected in our own lives. Right. Well, we have to, number one, see this is us. The, these are our tendencies. Um, walking away from God is going to lead away from God. Yeah. And people are surprised by that. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. It's like the young man I mentioned uh, yesterday that was being counseled by another pastor and you know he says young man why are you surprised that your life is ended up where you aimed it yeah. the arrow of your life was aimed at a target and that's where you ended up yeah and we get surprised by that but but the truth is is that when we walk away from god god is not there yeah and god um and we even see here he you know when they, when the israelites walked away uh, the Lord allowed them to walk, to continue walking in the path that they were going, and just, you know, I, I kind of see it as, and, and you know, Old Testament is kind of, you know, gives you these kind of pictures anyway. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just see it like God had His hand on them, and then God pulled His hand away. Yeah, it's like, okay, you want that? Here's what here's what comes yeah. with it. Right. Here's the consequences. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like I don't know. I struggle with this. My parents, <laughs> their style of parenting, and and and. Their style of pun- of uh, allowing me to understand the punishment or the consequences of of the, my wrongdoing mm-hmm. was always they just gave it to me in a spanking, yeah. right? Yeah, and so which you know, I mean, 
I'm thankful. I mean, I'm thankful for the discipline I received. Mm-hmm. Um, it was effective. Yeah. No, there was lots of spankings handed out in the Airwood house when I was <laughs> yes, growing up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four boys. It was just like, and a lot of times it's like everybody line up. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I didn't do anything. Yeah. No, this is preemptive. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. yeah. You, you did something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which I always hated. And I always got in trouble when my brothers got in trouble because I didn't step up as the older brother and make right. them not do it. And I'm like, <laughs> right. that's not fair. But, yeah. you know, I may be a little bit bitter on that one. Yeah. It doesn't show. So. Yeah. So all that to say... <laughs> Parenting is hard, though, yeah. and, and there's many times, I, you know, it's like, man, I uh, I know why my parents just beat me to death, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, not beat me to death, but, yeah. you know, it's because it's yeah. hard, right? but it, it is more effective, I have found, to allow the consequences to be what would naturally be the consequences. Mm, yeah. the, the, the children learn a better lesson, yeah. right? Right. Uh, especially when my son... You know, uh, cold. Um, yeah, if he'll get a spanking occasionally, uh, he's like, "That not hurt me." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, well, well do you want it this, to?" This one's so, going to, yeah. And I, I said the same goofy things sure. to my parents, and sure. still got a, a, a worse beating. So, all that to say is, natural consequences really teach a great lesson. Yeah, and I think that's what, in a lot of ways, the Lord was doing. You know, it's sure. like, okay, you want it? Here you go. And the people learned their lesson that time. Yeah. And so they'd always get to a point where they'd say, um, they'd call out to the Lord. What I don't want us to miss in all this, right? Because you can get lost in the whole, oh, God did what? Mm -hmm. God allowed what? You know, I thought God was loving. I thought God was kind. I thought this was God. We can get lost in that and not see the grace and the mercy and the compassion of the Lord. Yeah. Who, though he pulled his hand away and allowed them to walk in the way that was away from him, um, he was also there ready to come to the rescue when they called out. Yeah, and they cried out to him. Yeah, and and so I think there's great hope in that. There's great beauty in that. You know, it, um, this spiraling cycle of the Israelites. It's like, do I have any hope? Mm. Right. If that's me, if the mirror of God's word is showing, that's in my own heart, my own soul. What hope do I have? No, you have great hope because things change. God sent human deliverers, mm-hmm. but eventually God sent himself. God sent Jesus to be the once and for all deliverer. And the Holy Spirit indwells us to keep us near him. To And the rest of that song, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to lead the one I love. Take my heart and seal it mm-hmm. for thy courts above. And the Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit seals us for right. heaven, you know, right. and, and, and is doing that work in us. So, Judges is is this is this Jesus you know the Old Testament I've heard it said Jesus is Jesus hidden yeah and then New Testament is Jesus revealed well you see this kind of picture or this type of Christ again and again and again but it's not sufficient right this human type of Christ fails again and again and again but yeah. eventually Jesus comes himself to be our deliverer and he hears our cry for help. He saves us. He rescues us. And the Holy Spirit comes into our lives and helps us and guides us and, and, and does that. And so if there's a handle to hold on is, number one, there is hope. Yeah. God has compassion for those who cry out to him. Yeah. God has love and mercy available to those who recognize they need it. Um, and, and that is ultimately found in Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, for so. sure. 
Any thoughts yeah. that you had? Yeah, there was a couple of things. So, uh, you know, I think that as humans, our, our kind of natural inclination is that we, we want to play the victim. Mm-hmm. And so it's never, I did something wrong, therefore here are the consequences. It's, why is God doing this mm-hmm. to me? Mm-hmm. Why is he being mm-hmm. so mean to me? Why are my parents being mean to mm-hmm. me by punishing mm-hmm. me? And um, You hear that in your house, too? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That, I have I've, I've heard that in my house, and I have said that before. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Why are parents? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um, but, but this whole idea of turning away from God leads to people given over to their ways. Um, it's... It's the whole, like, um, I don't want to personify God too much and, and put words in his mouth, but it's kind of like the, okay, big boy, you want to make that choice? Yeah. Here, here's the consequences of those right. cho- of those choices. Um, because I may have heard that before, too. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, just the, the whole idea that um, God allows the people of Israel to walk away from him, to continue on the path with the decisions they've made, I think it's as as crazy as it might sound, I think it is one of the most loving things possible oh, yeah. that God can do to say, okay, I don't want you to make that decision, but if that's the decision you want to make, here's the conclusion of that decision. Mm-hmm. And it helps God's people to get to the point to go, oh, we made a mistake. Yeah, We need God. God, we mm-hmm. need you back. We need you back. And, yeah. and thank God that he is compassionate and mm-hmm. loving and kind, that when we do realize we need him, he's there to help us. Mm-hmm. It is the perfect picture of a loving parent mm-hmm. to say, I don't want you to make this decision, but I'm going to allow mm-hmm. you to make this decision so that you see how much you need me. Yeah, And, um, and we'll see that over and over and over again through the book of Judges. Um, and, and I think... I think so often when we come to Scripture, we're so quick to say, look at how stupid these people mm-hmm, were, mm-hmm. and not use it, as you've said, yeah. as the mirror, to go, look at how stupid I am yeah. at times. And and while that sounds belittling, it's the truth sometimes. Mm-hmm. We, make, we make really dumb decisions, and yet, in all of that, God is good and gracious mm-hmm. and compassionate and kind. Um, and that when we do get out there, when we've wandered away, and we realize how badly we need God, <clears throat> and we cry out to Him. He is mm-hmm. quick to come and answer that cry. Um, which, to me, um, while we're about to go into really dark days in mm-hmm. the history of Israel, that glimmer of hope mm-hmm. is still there. Um, that He does still hear. That it is this cycle, this this um, really frustrating cycle mm-hmm. that we read about. And yet, God never just completely abandons his people. He's always there to say, I love you. you there's consequences to your actions, but I love you, and I'm going to be there for mm-hmm. you. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good, man. I think, you know, things that I hear or see, uh, you know, people saying about God or Christianity or... You know, our views. Some people push against this idea to say, you know, uh, I am, you know, I am, um, in in and of myself, I'm depraved. People mm. don't like that. Yeah, no. Yeah. But it's like you said. It's like we don't want to. We don't want to hear that there's something wrong with us. Yeah. Um, and I would say, you know, you can be a great human being. You can be a great human being. But when you compare yourself and understand yourself compared to the God of the universe, yeah. we're all flawed. There is no comparison. There is. Yeah. Yeah. And so because of that, it's amazing that this God wouldn't just say, okay, I'm, I'm just done. Yeah, whatever. Forget you guys. I don't need this. He, yeah. Because he doesn't. No. <laughs> but he, but he, 
but he is there. Yeah, he is available. He is. Um, he 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 has a covenant relationship with his people. You yeah. know, people who who are, who uh, believe on Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and trust in his deliverance. And so, um, you know, that's that's extremely wonderful news. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know, uh, and I think you got to see kind of the the darkness that that um, left to ourselves we can get ourselves in. Yeah, absolutely. To see how great of a deliverer Christ is. Mm-hmm. And so I think in the book of Judges, that's what we see, you know, is mm-hmm. just this, um, even the people of God yeah. didn't know him. That's, mm-hmm. that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the great things about the book of Judges, why it is so important for us today, because it very, we very easily could let it fall into the white noise of everything mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. But I think it's so important for us to see we are not any different whatsoever no. from the Israelites in the book of Judges. No. We, we are exactly like them, and we are still desperately in need of a Savior. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, of a deliverer, mm-hmm. and and I think that that's something that we need to be reminded of, even as followers of Christ. Oh yeah, that absolutely. we need to be reminded of that. So, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Well, well, thank you for sharing that with us, Derek. Um, so we're going to switch gears here. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we do have a couple of super fans <laughs> of the Path Podcast. And uh, this week, we had the opportunity to interview one of our super fans, Blake Austin. Um, and I'm probably overstating the term super fan, but, um, but we have an interview with Blake just so that he can you can learn a little bit more about him and he can share some thoughts about how God is at work here at Lafayette First. Um, and so so we'd love to uh, share that with you right now, and we'll be back here in just a little bit to kind of tuck everything in. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we have on the podcast with us today super fan Blake Austin <laughs> uh, of the the Path Podcast, and um, thank you for taking time to join us today, sir. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's nice to have people on who really want to talk to us, and so we, we appreciate that. Well, you know what? I'm I'm happy that all three listeners could be you know talking at one time. This is this is really good. <laughs> we, we listen. We are two of the three listeners of our own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Blake, uh, just share with us a little bit about yourself and your family, and then um, if you wouldn't mind, just share with us what brought you to Lafayette first. Yeah, so um, so some of y'all know me. I'm I'm Blake. I've been attending uh, Lafayette First for it's around 14 years now. Um, it seems like that's been going by so quickly. Um, when I when I moved up when I moved to this area, uh, so and and most of y'all know Abby. Uh, formerly Abby Stansel, my wife. And you know she was. You say that with such authority. Formerly, <laughs> formerly, I want to make sure everyone knows that. <laughs> um, and you know her father uh, Roger is the uh, the youth pastor. So when when Abby and I met in college, you know I would at at University of West Georgia, I would come up occasionally with Abby on the weekends because she she would come home a lot of the weekends and the summers, and so. I would come up and visit, and so we would go to, you know, Fayette first, and and I always enjoyed it. I enjoyed the church. It just felt like a family uh, there, 
So I knew, and I knew that if we were to get married when, when, you know, when we were in college, if we were to get married, I would be moving to Lafayette. There was no chance that I was going to bring her to my hometown uh, in the suburbs of Atlanta because I, I hated going back so much uh, to that area because it's just traffic. You can't get anywhere. Right. And I just enjoyed the Lafayette area so much. Uh, so I knew when we got married uh, where my church home would be. Let me just say, go Wolves. I'm a UW yeah, go Wolves. Yeah, yeah UW well, uh, graduate. We were there at the same for, time at some point. Yeah, uh, and formerly uh, the Braves. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, were you there when it was the Braves? Yeah, I was okay, there yeah. when it was the Braves, and I, and I believe it was my last year or second to the last year that they changed to the Wolves. I was the first graduating class of the University of West Georgia Wolves. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. So we were we were there at the same. We overlapped a little bit. Yeah. And and you know I I think Abby went at, to the BSU or what was called the BSU at, at mm -hmm. one point. Uh, and I think you were you were there. So I'm sure yeah, our, our paths. I'm, I'm sure our paths crossed. We just didn't even know we knew each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we are we are glad to have you here. Um, for, for those of you who don't know, Blake is our technical director uh, on Sunday mornings, and he does a great job at that. And so uh, if you watch our live stream, um, then you are seeing the product of Blake and his team's work. And so um, I, I am thankful for you, sir. Well, thanks. You know, we've made a lot of a lot of progress. I don't know if any of you uh -huh. noticed, but we've got new lights uh new uh <laughs> a lot new of everything equipment. yeah, <laughs> new yeah everything. And, you know it was a lot of work that that went into that so i mean a lot of help from everybody in the church on that so that that's awesome i'm so happy <laughs> that, Absolutely. that moved forward yeah i think you know i think a lot of people really have noticed especially yeah live feed wise um mm -hmm. but even in the room and also you know i'm thankful too for all your hard work and the team's hard work for sure. Yeah. And, and it's great, you know, be it sitting where I sit, I can, I can kind of look at people and they're not paying attention to me. They're, they're looking forward at the stage and, and there's been moments where you just feel it. Like, I don't, you know, you feel the Holy spirit moving and you, you look out there and you just see their faces and how excited they are. Uh, you know, during the worship service, you can just tell it's, it's, it's making an impact, I think. Yeah, very cool. sure. So, uh, Blake, uh, tell us one of your favorite memories of Lafayette First, your 14 years here. What's one of your favorite memories? Yeah, so I guess over the years, I've acquired a lot of, a lot of memories, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of notable memories. Um, first and foremost, it would have to be I got married. Uh, Abby and I were married in the church. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that's, uh, you know, something special to me. Uh, both of our kids were dedicated uh, in the church, and so that's uh, that's great. And and Hadley, uh, it was sort of a different dedication. Derek uh, made me write a letter to Hadley and read it in front of the church. Uh, so I I still think that's really awesome, and I hope I don't know if that'll continue, but I hope it does continue. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love that idea. Hopefully, it will. Yeah, because yeah, that was a special moment. Um, there's a lot, you know, uh, uh, Carter's graduation from, from We Care was just, it was hilarious, uh, what those <laughs> kids were doing on stage. So that was fun. 
Uh, I bombed in the talent show one year. Uh, so I don't know if that's a great memory. It's just a notable <laughs> memory. <laughs> um, uh, but I, another great memory was serving on the on the vision team. Uh, you know, it was really awesome to get with a group of people and discuss, you know, the future of, of Lafayette First and come up with new new logos and new programs and and to kind of get a vision of where the church could go. And, you know, that was something that that we just didn't really do uh, prior to Derek coming on. And and so it was just really cool to to see that and see everybody come together. And then we brought in start as a smaller group and then we'd we'd branch out a little bit wide we'd cast a wider net and get people's opinions from uh from outside the group and it's just it was a great uh way to get a uh, a good feel for where the church is going to go awesome well that's a that's a perfect transition uh into our third question that we wanted to ask you but so um, as someone who was a member of the vision team and as somebody who spent 14 years and seen a lot of change go on at Lafayette First, um, what would you say are your dreams for the future of our church? Yeah, you know, uh, the one the one thing that I would really like to to focus on is is a lot of the things that we talked about within those vision team meetings is is, is happening. And so uh, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to put those, uh, you know, uh, to put that into action. So, uh, so we're doing a lot of those things. I know COVID has kind of uh, depressed some of the the things that we did have going. Uh, but you know, in the in the in the youth group, see, I didn't grow up in the church, and so I didn't start going to church until high school, and. I had a great youth uh, minister who, you know, led me to God. And so it was a really special thing. So, you know, I think of in the future of Lafayette First is, is building our youth program even better than what it was before COVID. Uh, and seeing, you know, when when you've got a group of, of individuals uh, that come together, especially young people that can come together, you really see a change in the community. Um, and so that, you know, in the future of Lafayette First, I see a, a strong uh, a youth program, um, you know, teaching these kids and, and moving these kids along because they're all going to, you know, from high school, they're going to go to college and get out into the world. And so that's a, that's a scary time uh, with a lot of things going on. So, so I think it's a great thing um, to get this youth program, the youth ministry back up and running and to see it stronger than ever. Very awesome. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great dream for sure that to, uh, um, if you're going to grow your church, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> why, not, why not in the youth? Yeah. 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 I think, you know, children, youth is really the way to go because um, everything else will grow from that. I mean, you'll get the energy, the excitement. Mm -hmm. I think we saw right. that, you know, one of the things we did pretty quickly while we were kind of going through the vision team process and just beyond that was to kind of focus on young families and so their children you know and so uh, those things are kind of moving along pretty well we need to kind of make sure that there's somewhere for those kids to go you know um 
and um, and so I'm I'm excited about the future for that as well. Yeah. Now, just a quick question of clarification: Did Roger pay you to say that? <laughs> uh, he he did not. You know, I, you know, I should have wore my Roger socks today. I'm really <laughs> disappointed I didn't do that. <laughs> a great occasion for that, for sure. Yeah. No, but I'm just, I you know, I'm looking for brownie points, so I hope that this was enough to get me the brownie points that I needed. I'm sure nice. it will. I'm sure yeah. it will. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, Blake. Um, is there, you know, as a super fan, we wanted to give you the opportunity. Is, is there anything else that you'd love to share with the people uh, that listen to the Path Podcast? Yeah, I, you know, I, I was thinking about this, and and I I'm encouraged more than ever that we've got such strong leadership at our church. You know. Uh, I'm not trying to brown nose again here, but but I'm being honest, you know, from 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 where it was and where it's going or where it is now and to where it's going. You know, I'm I'm really encouraged with our with our leaders. Um, you know, you guys lead on the word of God and it's really inspiring uh, to me and to my family. Um, you know, and y'all do a great job of shepherding. And I know and we've got so much going on. We've got the advanced classes. Uh, we've got, you know, great worship podcasts, you know, the youth ministry, all that is 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 so great. And and it, and it's neat, you know, to come into a community and to see uh, what this church has to offer and to see it getting better, because it's one thing to to come in and then things kind of stay stagnant. Um, but with the leadership with with our church uh, now, uh, you really see some momentum and progress. And it just it. From an outsider's perspective, coming into this community, it looks great. Cool. Yeah, thanks, man. That's encouraging. We appreciate that. I'll pay you later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, just, just double, double. My yeah, nice. just uh, send, uh, send us a Venmo request. Yeah. We'll, we'll send it over. <laughs> cool, man. Well, Blake, thank you so much uh, for being on the Path Podcast today. We appreciate it, and um, uh, we appreciate your thoughts and all that you do here. All right. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you, Blake, so much for being on the podcast. It was a joy to get to talk to you. Appreciate your friendship uh, and your perspective on life. Um, But um, we would love to know, do you have any dreams? Do you have any great memories from here at Lafayette First? There's um, a exhibit right now in our heritage room called stories we're trying to get people's stories out of how god is working or has worked and is still working in people's lives we'd love to share that and let that be a part of of that um heritage room exhibit um there's actually a table right outside of the heritage room here that you can share your story we'd love to hear your story yeah we would love to hear it um there's there's paper and pens there and everything it's great um but you can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life to share that story, or you can comment on this uh, YouTube video. But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path. <laughs>